You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. I'm going to talk a little bit about the latest in a possible sports podcast, um, an end-of-the-year reality TV quotes article that I saw, which brought up a point I wanted to talk about in regards to reality television. Emily Ratajkowski, uh, I thought she was dating Pete Davidson. That lasted a hot four seconds. Not anymore. And then I've got a story uh, from a movie I saw this weekend, and then we'll maybe end it with some sports uh, this week. And we will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast for the month of December has a title sponsor of Earth Echo Foods. You can say goodbye to processed chocolates, I'm telling you. that You can try Earth Echo's new Cacao Bliss Superfood Blend. You can put it in your coffee. Coffee lovers swear by this thing. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I can't swear by that part of it, but I have been putting it in my shakes. Tastes great. You get the health benefits of chocolate without the side effects of added sugars and artificial ingredients. Earth Echo is offering you up to 15% for you listeners. You can also check out their Island Bliss, their Chai Bliss, their Golden Superfood Bliss. Check it out. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve, and then use the promo code realitysteve as well. If you don't remember the URL, just go to the episode description, wherever you listen to your podcast, click on the link that says Earth Echo Foods. It'll bring you right to the landing page. Buy whatever you want to buy. And then at checkout, type in that promo code RealitySteve for up to 15% off. So I got a lot of responses yesterday in regards to me mentioning the fact that I'm thinking about starting a sports podcast in the new year. And as I mentioned yesterday, would not take away from anything I'm doing. It's just be an add-on. It has it would have nothing to do with this daily roundup. That's will stay five days a week. Your Thursday podcast, which isn't usually an interview, that'll stay. It would just be more work for me and to add on a podcast. And it would be my plan would be the same thing as a daily roundup, but all centered around sports. Fifteen to twenty minutes talking about sports, which is my passion. It's something I've um, you know been involved in my life ever since uh, I was in middle school, uh, just being a sports nut and following it and knowing a lot about it and being involved in sports talk radio for a, as long as I was and having been out of that industry for 15 years. Like I said, I was more soured on the fact that working for companies and you know being on the radio and not being able to say certain things, obviously, having my own podcast, I'm my own boss. I can say whatever I want, do whatever I want, talk for as long as I want, and a lot of you responded yesterday and said you would be interested or your husband would be interested and stuff like that. So I think it's going to happen. Now, the one thing that's going to be different would be it would not appear in the reality Steve podcast feed because then you'd have a daily roundup appearing in there every day and this sports show. So uh, also if it appears in my reality, Steve podcast feed, it would be under the category of TV and film. And obviously something like that, I would want to be, in the sports category. So what I have to do is create a whole separate feed, which has nothing to do with you guys. Um, once I did create it and I have to think of a title, I got to think of, I got to get some artwork done um, in the next week and I think of a title, get some artwork done and create a new RSS feed to where it would just create a new show. And um, if every, I, it might be tough to have everything ready to go by Monday. That's the plan. But I honestly, it's been six years since I started this podcast, so I can't even remember how long it took to get a new RSS feed in uploaded into Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Podbean and all those places. So I have to figure it out, but that's the plan. Just come up with a new 
uh, a title for this show and I got to come up with uh, some new artwork and then obviously music as well. Um, some sort of music bed where I can get some sort of clearance on that. Um, but it is something that I definitely want to do. It looks like it might be tough to get that all done by Monday. So I'll keep you updated, but the response was definitely positive. I know it's not going to have the listenership that the daily roundup does and everything on the reality. Steve podcast feed does, which I'm well aware of, but it's more of like a passion project, you know, something that I've always been passionate about and, but time is money. So obviously I want to make some money on it and I'll put some programmatic ads on there. And hopefully at some point as the show gets rolling two or three months in, maybe I can get a couple, you know, sponsors on the, that's more dominated to the male listening audience. Um, but there's, you know, there's tons of sports podcasts out there. That's why this is not something that's going to be, well, I, I don't want to say how lucrative it could or couldn't be. It's, I just have to see, I just have to get it going. I didn't think the daily roundup was going to be very lucrative and, um, I've been wrong. So, um, but I know that this is just going to have a lesser audit. I know what the downloads are for daily roundup and my Thursday podcast and something new. That's completely a different subject of something that I've literally been covering for 20 years. Obviously I'm bringing in a, a different audience and it's not going to be the same exact audience. Although there will be some crossover. It's not going to be more than probably, 10, 15% of my current audience going over to that one as well and wanting to listen as well. So like I said, nothing is going to change on the reality Steve end. It's just more work for me. But the one question that I did have from some of you who said I'd be interested, but how would this work or whatever? Is it going to show up on your reality Steve feed? And the answer is no, it would be a new podcast with a new title. And I would just send you guys the link. And when I tweet it out and put it on my Instagram stories. It would bring you to the podcast, uh, the new link for the show. So, um, like I said, definitely think I'm going to do it. Um, but will I be able to get everything done and start it next Monday? Probably not. So, but I'm working on it. I have a, I have a call in tomorrow to see how quickly this can get done with some other things. Like I said, music, artwork, title, all that stuff. I got to go scouring through podcasts, sports podcasts. And so I'm not ripping off someone else's title because God knows there's so many out there. I don't want to be, you know, having the same title as someone else. So that's going to be um, difficult. I just have to, I just have to look and see what other podcasts are out there in the sports world. But yeah, there'll be plenty to talk about. I can easily do 15 to 20 minutes every morning on what happened the previous day in sports, especially starting after the new year. Cause God, Monday's episode would be all about the two, semifinal games in college football that are this Saturday with uh, Michigan TCU and Ohio State Georgia so hopefully I will keep you updated and let you know what happens with that this reality TV quote there was an article that I read that was just kind of covering I don't know things that happened in the reality TV world and things that were said and this this one always gets me because we hear this a lot from people that are asked that have been on reality TV mostly a, a lot of people that were on The Bachelor you always hear them say something to the effect of, you know, the show doesn't force you to say or do anything that you don't want to. They just kind of help nudge you in the right direction. And while that may be true, yes, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise are not scripted. They're not handed paperwork where you have to memorize lines. However, anyone that just leaves it at that, I don't even think that's an accurate description just to say, well, 
they don't make you say or force you to do anything you don't want to do. They just nudge you in the right direction. While that is true, (laughs) it's possible we're dealing with semantics here, but they kind of do. Because if they say, hey, we're not letting you go to bed tonight until you say this. We're not letting you eat. We're not going to feed you until you talk about this. So while they're not making you, they kind of are making you. Because seemingly you would like to eat. Seemingly you would like to go to sleep. So they're not saying, hey, contractually you are obligated to say this on camera. No. But if someone says, hey, I don't care how long we have to sit up here. If you don't give us this line and you don't talk about this, I'm not letting you go to bed. What are you going to do as a contestant sitting in a room where they're filming your ITM? What are you going to do? Get up and run out of the room? It's just not happening. Because you also got to remember, while you're not being held against your will, they have all your valuables. You can't just walk off set and be like, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm going to I'm gonna take a cab home or I'm going to go book my own flight home. No, that doesn't work that way. They have your phone. They have your wallet. They have everything. So you're not getting, you're not leaving anywhere. So you're kind of stuck. And you also have to understand these people are counting on you. They know, and you know, you both agreed, you as a contestant agreed, I'm going to come on your show and provide entertainment. So while you may not have understood at the time what that entertainment might have consisted of, they can hold it over you and they do. And it's just so funny because there's people in this franchise that will talk and just absolutely suck up to all the producers and just say, no, this is, you know, this show is just, you know, it can make anybody just, you know, make you look bad. And yeah, there's editing here and there, but it's truly who you really are. Not necessarily. That's to say it as a general statement. Not true. It's a case by case basis. They can absolutely make someone who's a goody two shoes look like the greatest person in the world. And they can make somebody who said some questionable things, make them look awful for sure. They can exact, they can take it to an exaggeration, but they also can make anybody look any way they want. They just picking and choosing who they want to have fun with. You know, someone like Shanae on Clayton's season, you don't think that they were very well aware of what they were doing to her and the things that they were kind of nudging her in that direction. And, you know, Guarantee they didn't say, hey, you have to say this, but I'm certain that at some point during filming of Clayton's season, Shanae knew exactly what was going on and what was expected of her, quote unquote, and she gave them that. So it's just that that quote drives me nuts because it's such a generalization and it's it's not necessarily true. While they don't force you, (laughs) they kind of do. Because I'm assuming people want to live and and eat and sleep. And obviously, I'm not going to give up sources. I'm not going to give up names. But I cannot tell you how many contestants over the years, in the 17 years I've been covering the show, or whatever it is, 18, 19, 20, I forgot um, that I've been covering the show, how many former contestants have told me they have absolutely, one, been told to say stuff. Like, you are going to say this line. And two, if they didn't agree with it, one, they were either eliminated shortly thereafter, not given a rose, sent home, something like that, or 
they were they just went to somebody else and somebody else did it and they know and they realized oh crap when the show aired they're like oh crap a producer asked me to say that <laughs> no wonder that person stayed longer than i did so let's not be dumb here and let's not uh, bury our heads in the sand and think that oh no we just turn on the cameras and we just film them whatever happens happens no producers have a hand in every single thing that happens on this show never ever ever forget that as we head into 2023 and Zach's premiere of The Bachelor on January 23rd. So Emily Ratajkowski was the latest on Pete Davidson's A-list of women that he has been with. And that was what, like two, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, they were seen at a courtside at a New York Knicks game and everyone's like, oh, well, Pete with another A-lister. And my gosh, how does this guy get every hot woman in Hollywood. And however, I guess things have changed and she is no longer with Pete. That lasted a hot, I don't even want to say minute because it wasn't even a minute. She was seen this past Friday night with a guy named Jack Greer in, in the West Village. The West Village hotspot, the Commerce Inn. So that's in New York, right? And there's pictures of them at the restaurant. I don't know who Jack Greer is. And they were kissing out. There's pictures of them kissing outside. So clearly, um, I she's moved on. I don't know who Jack Greer is. I could probably pay more attention to this article, but I'm not really going to. I totally forgot she was. Wait, was she married? I know she has a kid. I can't remember. She was. Uh, she definitely has a kid, but. Um, this week, Radikowski shared on her podcast, oh, she has a podcast, High Low, oh, didn't know that, that she rejoined the dating apps following her short-lived romance with Pete Davidson. I was like, F it, she told her listeners. I was feeling defiant because so many people told me not to get it. Oh, joining the dating apps, I'm assuming. So yeah, Emily Radikowski is back on the market and dating a guy named Jack Greer, whatever he does, I don't know. One movie that um, came up over the weekend, and it brought back quite the memories, and I want to know if anybody else did this back when pagers were a thing. I was watching uh, Ace Ventura, and beginning of the movie, and a couple times during the movie, um, he's got a pager, and we all remember pagers. I mean, pagers were the rage in the 90s, late ni- mid to late 90s. Everybody had a pager. All my pictures from college you see my pager clipped to my belt. I mean, that was the thing. We all had pagers. And then they, and then they, the pagers got progressively bigger and provided more information. Like when the first pagers came out, it was just like when someone wanted to get a hold of you, they would go to a phone, whether a pay phone or their regular phone, and type in your pager number, and then it would just beep, and then they would type in their phone number, and then on your pager you'd look at it, and your phone number came up. Like, oh. Steve wants to reach me. And then you would have to find a phone somewhere. Because remember, this is foreign to anybody that's probably born after the year, oh, I don't know, 99. But yeah, this is how you contacted people back when I was in college in the mid-90s. You really didn't have cell phones. Cell phones, I got my first cell phone, I think, junior year of college. And that was when, just another funny thing as I go off on another tangent here. Do you realize, if you're listening to this and you were born in like, late 90s, early 2000s, 
do you realize back when cell phones first started, first off, they were giant. Verizon had these giant, uh, Motorola had these giant flip phones, which was my first phone. And the big deal from those phone companies was you would get 20 free minutes a month. 20 minutes a month. And then after that, it was like $1.99 a minute. So you'd literally be on the phone with somebody and be looking at the timer and be like, I got to go and hang it right at 59. I, the amount of times I did that, I, I've lost track of. But that was a big thing. And then, it, and then it became, oh, my God, you can get 100 minutes a month for 100 free minutes a month. And then it's 1999 a month. And then it became 250. And then it became 500. And then now, obviously, everybody gets free minutes a month. You know, it's unlimited minutes. But when cell phones first came out, getting 20 free minutes a month was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to take, you know, advantage of this. But we had pagers. And then pagers became, oh, they had information on it. You can get sports scores on your pager. Trust me, I definitely had a sports pager back in college. And then um, then I had a pager that had top five to where the person that was paging me would just have to type in their number. But if I had them in my top five list, their name would appear on my screen. Ooh, how about that? Instead of looking at their phone number, it'd be like, you know, whoever I was dating, their name. And I remember, and I was having this conversation with a buddy who was a college friend. I remember the big thing back then was because it was always contacting somebody by pager. Does everybody remembers that was around at this time? the codes that you would use for certain words, like I love you was one, four, three. I, you know, love had four letters and you had three letters. So you would just be one, four, three. I remember the first time one of my college girlfriends told me she loved me was, in, was in her page, to, was in her page to me. She typed in her phone number and then hit pound one, four, three. And I remember thinking, okay, that sucks that that's how she tells me. And then of course the next day when we had a little discussion about it, I'm like, you, you typed one, four, three. No, I didn't. I'm like, yes, you did. But I don't think I could pull it up and show her. She didn't believe that she did it. And she was like, ah, and it was like, Oh, I was just drinking. I was having fun or whatever. And she blamed it on the, and she blamed it on the alcohol. But I remember those days where you would type in uh, codes. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Obviously, 911 was emergency. Give me a call back. Um, gosh, 143, man, I love you. Uh, what were some of the other ones? If, if, if you can remember some that you used, by all means. Or was, this, or was this just me and me and my friends at school? But, gosh, pagers... They were, it was so weird because you'd get a pay, just to think about that now. This was just 25 years ago, really. 25 years ago, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, they would pick up a phone and not call you. They would call your pager to tell you, hey, call me back. <laughs> I want to get a hold of you. Then you had to go find a phone rather than just pick up a phone and call you. I guess craziness. But anyway, I saw that on Ice Ventura. It reminded me of pagers and. 
the fact that pagers obviously aren't a thing anymore and never will be because everybody has a phone. And But, man, when I was in college, thinking back, when I was in college, which was late 90s, to think that we had advanced this far by by the time I'm in my mid-40s and everybody's whole information is on their phone is pretty amazing to think of when we were jonesing for 20 free minutes a month on Motorola's flip phone. And and then when they started upping it, then these then these cell phone companies started competing because everybody was coming out with a new cell phone. It's like, well, to get their cell phone, they'd have to come up with a better package to get you off of the Motorola. You'd go to Sprint and find their phone, which was smaller and not a giant thing in your hand with a giant battery. And they'd offer 100 free minutes a month. Like the whole thing is so ridiculous to think back on now. But yeah, so. Moral of the story is uh, my college girlfriend first told me she was in love with me by by messaging me one four three on my uh, on my beeper on my pager and that's and then she basically denied it the next day and blamed it on the alcohol. Thanks a lot, really appreciate that. Anyway, like I said, uh, sports podcast. I'll have more information as the week goes on. I have a phone call today to figure some stuff out, and then this week is college bowl week. I mean, there's been bowl games up to this point, but it's all the lower end bowls and not many ranked teams have played a lot of good bowl games this week. A lot of good college basketball this week. Conference play starts in college basketball this week, but obviously the biggest thing this week is Saturday night. You have the two games, Michigan TCU first, and then you have Ohio state and Georgia. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, for a guy who's starting a sports podcast, you know, sports are supposed to be, and sports talk is supposed to be so black and white. But the the thing is, nothing is black and white when it comes to sports. If if we all knew what was going to happen in sports, we'd all be rich because we would all bet on it and know who's. If you know who's going to win, you would never. Nobody knows anything when it comes to sports. You're just giving your opinions. And that's the one thing that I know by starting this thing. The second I start talking about somebody's team and I say something negative about them, you're going to think I hate them. Why are you always bagging on them or whatever? It's just like, I, I don't care. I'm just offering my opinion about what I'm seeing. Doesn't mean I hate your team. But with sports, just like with certain contestants on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, everyone has a hard time being objective when it comes to their favorites. And if you grew up you know, a Red Sox fan or a Yankee fan. You can't possibly have any negative take about your team. Take the Yankees, for example. Bottom line is you have won one World Series in the last 23 years. That's embarrassing. You're the Yankees. But can you objectively say, as a Yankee fan, like, can you objectively say that about your team? Like, yeah, we've underperformed for 23 years. You've won one World Series in 23 years. The San Francisco Giants have won three times as many than you have since the year 2000. The St. Louis Cardinals have won three times as many as you have. The Boston Red Sox have won four times as many World Series as you have since the year 2000. So it's like, yeah, the Yankees have this storied history and however many world championships they have, I think, I don't remember what it is. They're in the 30s, I think, right? Um, But does that really matter in 2023? Boston Red Sox have won four World Series since the year 2000, you've won one. So do we really care about hearing how many World Series you won in the 50s and 60s? I don't. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can rip on the Yankees like that and be like, great, Yankees. You know, you signed Aaron Judge. Congratulations. You still won one World Series since the year 2000. So um, 
So yeah, I, I know I'm going to be getting that once I start getting into this and giving my opinions on teams and franchises and coaches and players, but that's what it is. I, but I'm never going to claim that I know more than anybody else when it comes to sports, and that's what I kind of want my thing to be about. While it's not everything's, I'm not going to be always so black and white and debate this, and I hate sports debates on TV that are all manufactured, whether it's you know first take or interrupted or all those shows that are on Fox and ESPN. I can't stand those shows because it's all manufactured takes and. Uh, they're just taking a side for debate television and people too, so they can have two people screaming at each other. I can't stand it. Um, maybe that should be the name of my podcast. Not so black and white because sports, while everyone wants it to be so black and white, sports talk radio has to be black and white. You have to have an opinion on something. You have to take a stance when in reality, if you do, you're going to be wrong way more times than you're right. And the other thing is, most of the time, sports falls in the gray area. So, um, I don't know. I got to think of a title, but I'll think of something. Keep you updated. But we are done here uh, for today. Thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. And we are back tomorrow with yet another daily roundup. So, until then, see you. <laughs>